I'm going to go to the hotline now and work. Welcome to the uh, program for the first time. He is a, a talent agent uh, who's repped some of the best guys in the in the comedy world, and he has got a new documentary out. It's something I'm very interested in. This is Barry Katz. Gary, Barry, how are you, sir? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having. Me. I'm very excited about this. I, I'm. Uh, I, I'm 45 years old, but when Oliver Stone's JFK movie uh, came out, that's usually around college time when no matter what your upbringing is, you get real liberal and feel like you can save the world. And I went out and bought... Like conspiracies. Yeah, I went out and bought the I bought Garrison's book and I bought a, bought a bunch of other books and I learned a lot about it and still to this day believe I have no idea. But, I, but deep down inside, I believe it, our own government had something to do with it. Barry's got a documentary called I Killed JFK and this is the only guy who's ever actually admitted and confessed to being the killer. Who is this guy? Well, if I tell you, uh, you'll have to kill me. <laughs> Somebody's gonna. <laughs> so, but if you see the film tomorrow night in theaters, you'll be able to know all that and it's one night only. You can go to ikilledjfk.com and get tickets and so, but what I will share with you is this, is that you know, I did this, I, there were over 20 different witnesses that were interviewed. And as you know, like when you watch and went to see JFK, it's like you think to yourself, well, one person says something, two people, maybe it's not true. But then when you get 20 people telling stories that they don't know each other and all the stories kind of intertwine and mix, then it really affects you and you start to realize what's going on. And you mentioned JFK, which is fascinating. The guy who uh, I interviewed who uh, admitted to killing JFK, this guy has never taken any money, okay? And as you know, when you want to figure out something, follow the money. Yeah. This guy has never taken any money. This guy, Oliver Stone, coincidentally, he went to his jail cell three times, offered him money on many different occasions. To him, his family, he never took any money. To uh, And he never gave Oliver Stone any information. And so that, that's the one thing that's telling about this whole thing, is that a lot of the people involved, it's all about these amazing stories who've been involved for like 40, 50 years, and they're just trying to find the truth. They're not out there like hawking things and taking money. Some people who actually make money from their books, they put all the money from the money in their books, and they put it into conventions and things mm -hmm. like that to pay to try to get the word out. All right, so so let me ask you: uh, you you're convinced that this guy is telling the truth? Uh, in addition to him uh, not accepting the money, which makes you a little bit more legit, but his facts line up. You you walk away from this feeling like that this is the guy. Everything lines up. I feel that way. But to be honest with you, and I want to share this with your audience: not only uh, will they see the documentary, but afterwards, uh, you know, what I did this month is I found five of the last remaining living people who were involved in. JFK assassination, and I interviewed them in a panel, which will air after the film, and what was most telling to me was this guy, two guys, Jim Morris, and, uh, who so was a journalist in 63 in Dallas covering the story, and this guy, Gordon Ferry, who was a national security advisor to the five presidents. And one of the things Jim Morris said, which was very telling, he said, listen, I interviewed this guy. I know him inside and out. And I believe that he did it. But the point is, Barry, it's not really who did it. Right. Any crackpot in the world can kill anybody. It's who had the power to cover it up for 54 years. And Gordon Ferry said something really fascinating to me, which 
Donald Trump says he wants to drain the swamp, what do you think is at the bottom of the swamp? I've been around Barry. I was there. I worked with Eisenhower, JFK. 1963, November 22nd was like a party in Dallas. It was a social event, Barry. Yeah. People flew in from all over the world to see the president killed. He was just the only person or one of the few people who didn't know what was going to happen. Part of the reason why I was so excited about Trump being president, because you know, if for some reason Barry Katz wanted to be president, he used all his famous uh, strings to pull in and get in, and all of a sudden he got in there, wouldn't the first thing you do go with me and find out all the secrets? Absolutely. The question is, after you find out the secrets, and that's interesting you mentioned Trump, because there's a lot of similarities between Kennedy and Trump, and people would say, are you kidding me? Trump, you know, are you kidding? That's impossible. But it's not, because what happens is when a president gets in, as you found out with Trump, you have stances on things you feel really strongly about. You tell the American people, if you get in, you're going to make them happen. And then when you get in, what happens is there's a lot of people who tell you, listen, I don't think that's a good idea, and this is why. And I think part of the reason why this has been sequestered so long, it's like keeping a lie for 50 years. It's like, let's say you're adopted, and you just never tell your child you're adopted. And then, you know, 50 years later, you, every year that you wait, it's more painful and hurtful. And the, the similarities between Kennedy and Trump are amazing. But the fact is, we didn't have all these news outlets. We didn't have YouTube. Yeah. You never convict Oswald because you have the videotape. Anybody at home can look at the Zabruder film and see that he was shot from the back and the front. But they, the public didn't have it. That's right. Now. Yeah, and, and, and the problem is you, you you only have, they took the Zabruder film and they've only given you that footage. So you have no way of comparing 92 other Snapchats, Instagram videos, and all that stuff to compare it to. This is Barry Katz. The movie is called I Kill JFK. You can get tickets at IKillJFK.com. And I'm very interested in seeing this. I, I think, in my, in my opinion, without knowing anything more about the movie and just over the years reading the books, I, I very much uh, think it was a government conspiracy. Uh, but the problem is now is that we don't we once we found out the government for sure we always kind of knew they were listening to our phone conversations and spying on us but once WikiLeaks and the other guy uh, Snowden made it uh, common knowledge now we're all mad about it imagine if we knew for sure that our own government killed its president I know and it's, it's very damaging but it's like again when you talk about Trump whether you like Trump or you don't like Trump whatever you feel about it you know it's the same thing he goes on a podium and says this is why I fired the FBI director. And then the next day, somebody says, this is why he hired the FBI director. Then another person tied in says this, even if you're a Trump supporter, you're watching the television saying, eh, something's being covered up here. Yeah. And same thing that happened back then. The difference is that back then, the government didn't have to answer to all these news organizations. The government didn't have TMZ. The government... The public didn't have the Zapruder film to look at frame by frame and slow it down. The public could never see this. So no one knew that Kennedy had all these enemies. We know Trump has these enemies. No one knew that the enemies of, of Kennedy were the FBI and the CIA and LBJ and the mob and, and, and the Russians and Cuba. Nobody knew that but because it wasn't available to us for Trump. It's available. We know every nuance. It's tighter. It's harder for him to cover it up. 
back then it was easier. And hopefully when you see this movie and it's only playing one night tomorrow night theaters, uh, you'll be able to see it. It will change your life forever. I guarantee you that. It I, really will. I really I would like to check it out. Uh, I, I, by the way, why only why in the, so in theaters and then they'll be able to get it what online? Because I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I gotta get up before o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to any movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll make sure you have. To, you'll make sure you get it. But no, I just only wanted to do one night. I wanted to do a special event around Kennedy's hundredth birthday. I didn't want it lingering in theaters. Documentaries are tricky. Look, I did one with Tom Hanks and Amy Schumer. Uh, and Judd Apatow called Misery Loves Comedy. And yep. again, you know, documentaries are different. It's a different kind of audience. It's for a different kind of group of people who want to know something about a topic and want to get a clear understanding about it. And it's a great audience, but there's no need to have it in the theaters forever. One night was the way to do it, and I, I, I wanted it that way. Plus, Barry is going to get picked off, too. Yeah. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll, they'll find you. They'll get you. I killed JFK.com. You can get tickets and find out where it's playing. I'm very interested to see it. Real quick before you go, uh, Mary F. Kill, Dane Cook, Burt Kreischer, and Robert Kelly. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I can't answer those questions, but I will share this. I've been around all these comedians, but one thing that's for sure that you realize is that these people are serious about their work. People think it's like a comedy. You just go on, you just hang out, you just do your thing. These people work really hard at their craft, and originally when they got in comedy, I think they thought, hey, you know, I'll just go up 20 minutes a night, an hour a night, I'll meet all these girls, mm -hmm. I'll do whatever. And then it's like it's like professional gambling. You think, yeah, I'm just going to win the money. That's all it is, is winning money. And then when you're in the profession, you realize professional gambler or comedian, you're working like 80 hours a week to stay relevant and stay on time. Yeah, no one wanted a real job when they got into right. it, but now they got it. Barry, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Check out Barry Katz's podcast also and the movie I Killed JFK. You can go to ikilledjfk.com. Pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. An honor. All right, pal. Take it easy. There you go. Legendary uh, talent manager. And he's Dane Cook's guy. He's He was Burt's guy for a while. I mean, they all, CK, yeah, he, Chappelle. He, uh, oh, you know what? I Man, one day I'd love to ask him about, uh, about Frosty, too. So Matt Frost, who reps Robert Kelly and a bunch of other guys, like for booking dates and stuff, he was he worked for Barry. This is a great this is a great inside story about somebody you have no idea who he is. He's just a guy who who uh, went and and to Barry and he said, "I want to do what you do. I want to learn what you do. I want to know your craft or whatever." And he said, "Okay." He's like, "Come on, I'll I'll teach you." He brought him on like a, like as kind of like an intern kind of thing. And Matt went in there and learned everything about the business. And then he saw a merging a college campus tour going on and he said let me start up a college section and he was like no there's no money in it they, they're cheap he goes let me just do it let me put it together I think we can make money so Barry said okay put it together so he put it together and it became very successful Barry was wrong and Frosty was right so then Frosty finally went to him and he was like hey uh, you should let me buy this from you I created it I went on and he was like no 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 and finally he was like okay and he sold it to Frosty and then Frosty took it and sold it to another company immediately and made like millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so now they hate each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was good. I'm very interested. Dom, who killed JFK? Uh, Dom, don't hem-haw around it. You know the answer to this. 
You know, the better, better question... Lyndon Johnson was waiting in the wings. The, the better person to ask would be my father-in-law. Because he oh, has he, knows. he has all of those... Uh, but he thinks Traficani did. He has all those paintings yes. uh, and, and things that... In the pawn shop. Yeah, if you put them together. That the uh, the FBI came. Mm-hmm. And they looked at all of that stuff at the pawn shop. And they wanted to take it. And then he, he said, absolutely not. And he says, do they have the right to take it? He says, absolutely not. They don't have the right to take mm-hmm. it. There's, you know, and he said, no. Mm-hmm. And then the, the federal government, the FBI agents left. And uh, they never contacted me or him again about it. The FBI agent asked me for anything but my kids. Would be like, yeah, yep. take it. No, it's, it's just because of the FBI doesn't yeah. mean you know you got to do what they say. I mean, I, <laughs> and and, and uh, despite what you might have heard, I've never talked to the FBI about anything ever. I have talked to the Secret Service, but I've never talked to the FBI. If they should obtain some Mr. Caldwell's in, they're like, we need your phone. I'd be like, who do? No. Would the FBI just have bought the paintings if they really wanted it that bad? I guess they could have, sure. but I don't think Joe but, is selling them either. He's, yeah, he doesn't well, have them on display. Everything is for sale. What do you got for me? What's the offer? Uh, you know, let me just put a plug in here for Capital Pond yeah. on Church Boulevard. Everything is for sale. If the, if the government wants to buy it, then that's a different story. Uh, but, uh, you know, to, to answer the question is, you know, I think that it, it, there's a lot of different books and things and, and writings associated with that that he has more insight to answer your question right. than do I just because of the history that comes with all the stuff that he had there. The the I believe that the government worked in conjunction with the mafia to kill uh, the president and... I think that the answer, the key to the whole thing is, uh, what's his face? The strip club owner. The one that killed Lee Harvey Oswald. Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby knew he was dying. He was allowed in a uh, high security area with a weapon. He had no business being there. He had never done anything so patriotic before. Jack Ruby is the, is the answer. He is the key as to... The pr- piece of proof on, on who is responsible. You need to go see Joe and look at the stuff that he has. I did, I've seen the paintings. But, uh, yeah, uh, I've been there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the I, stuff, the uh, yeah. behind it and underneath and mm-hmm. all this other that's stuff. That's who did stuff those paintings. It. Well, that's... The, the that, guy who killed him? That in, in lies the question. You know, I don't I don't really know the answer I'm not to that question. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you want to see I Killed JFK, it's playing at the University Mall. That's where the uh, nearest... You might end up getting whacked over there, too. Actually, I heard that the University Mall, which used to be referred to as a Million Man Mall, Mm -hmm. the movie theater is actually the good part, and it's very unlikely that the folks shopping at the Million Man Mall will be seeing I Kill JFK in its one-night-only premiere. There's there's one thing I have to remind you today that you've said that I disagree with. Okay. Is if anybody ever asks you for anything, FBI, law enforcement, yeah. FDLE, yeah. sheriffs, police. Mm-hmm. You say, I'm calling Dom first. Don't right. hand your phone. I understand what I'm supposed Dial to do. Dial my number first. The answer is going to be. And as you hand the phone, uh-huh. it's on speaker. And then I say, kindly hand the phone back to my client, right. whoever it is. And then they'll hand the phone back to you. They'll take you into custody. I'll come and get you, and we'll leave together. The number one it. reason why I should be uh, considered innocent of any charges ever brought against me is because if any time any police officer said came to my house and said, mind if we come in for a minute? I go, huh, come on in. No. I'm telling you, you I have never, ever said there was one time a police officer pulled me over because I had a nice car in a bad neighborhood and it made me very mad. And he said, where are you coming from? And I said, do I have to tell you? 
because I don't want to tell you. And I was very proud of myself. Me too. I have yeah, to tell you. Yeah, because I, I was so up. mad. I was like, I don't want to. Do I have to tell you? And he was like, No. I'm like, Good. Just yeah. because you're not doing anything wrong doesn't mean you have to give up your protection, your fourth, fifth, and sixth amendment I know, rights. But the yeah. FBI said to me, yeah, uh, We need, we need to. Sperm, I, my, sperm sample. And, and I listen, I like the FBI. And the FBI, if they come in and do something nine times out of ten, you're going to comply. But there's always times they, they want to take your personal property. Well, wait, yeah. wait a second. I would just you know, there, there's issues where all I've had to deal with the FBI. Well, wait a second. What is it you guys I will never need? say to the FBI, well, wait a second. Well, I said, wait a second. What is it that you guys Hold on, need? Agent Ness. <laughs> Hold on one second while I call my attorney. <laughs> Hi, you reached the cell phone of Dominic Ferriello. And I'm like, oh. Hold on, FBI. Let me try they, to get the office. They have, they, have to, they have to apply by the rules of, of law just like anybody else. They have to have warrants. They, you know, you, they, if they want to interrogate you and you All want right. an attorney, you can so ask for a lawyer. From now on, I will not do anything with any organization on any level until I've talked to you first. Yes. Except the Pasco County Sheriff's Office because there's nothing wrong with those guys. No. And the great Sheriff Nako, the second most famous person in Pasco County. But they'll uh, give you speeding tickets, right? They'll, they'll give you that tickets. wasn't him. I that, know, was, that was the highway patrol. Eric on Twitter said, I bet uh, Galvin's dad knows who killed JFK. At least I think that's what the tweet said. Mm-hmm. It's been deleted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, the account's been deleted. <laughs> Remember, in doubt... Throw Spanish under the bus. Oh, okay. It's, it's yeah. great. That's what an executive producer is for. Mister Calton, we want to ask you questions. It's with Spanish, and and then they'll just pay. Well, here's his address. Mm-hmm. I and usually then. like any kind of uh, <laughs> uh, stuff with law enforcement or anything. I usually just go, uh, "Hey, look at that cat!" And then I just <laughs> run. run. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's they right. Fall for that <laughs> it was Spanish. Oh, yeah. uh, the guy who they say killed JFK is in jail. And his name is James Files, and he's been incarcerated for 30 years for attempted murder of two police officers in Chicago. Now, I don't know what his relationship is to the rest of the gang that is was questioned and blamed for uh, killing JFK, but uh, I am very interested to see this. I will, I'm will. i telling you right now, I will not go to see it in the theater. I will find it on the balls box or somewhere, but mm. you know, something's got to happen. It's got to be available somewhere. Barry catches this thing and make money. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So it'll be out somewhere. All right, I gotta take a break. I'm way late and I gotta poop. It's the Mike Calder Show. It's one oh two five the bone. The Mike Calder Show on one oh two five the bone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.